I think I'm on a, a create an account now, though. Really? All right. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. All right. Welcome back to J Talk Live. This is season two of J Talk, our first episode. Uh, we're super excited to be back. Uh, on this episode, we are going to talk about just our return to Creighton in this COVID era. And we also have an interview with Creighton cross country runner Jack Stamper. How do what we else jump is going on? I mean, positives of this year, though, if we look at it. I would say it's a hot take. Maybe not even a hot take. I would say that the Brandeis and Harper dining hall situation is potentially improved. Potentially. I can't speak on it. I've eaten in the dining yeah. halls once each. Yeah, so there you go. I've well, only got a, dining, hall, dining hall food twice, so I can't. As a McGloin resident who, yeah. I mean, we're, going, we're stacking boxes every day. How do you feel about those boxes? I'm not someone who cares about the environment a lot. However, <laughs> dude, when I'm seeing the people in McGloin, me included, like I'm not, I'm not uh, actively part of the solution at all, uh, but we're taking out six, seven boxes a day, and we don't yeah. recycle. No recycling that takes place. No, great. no. Mine, um... And, and that's not a great thing, but the positive of it is that we can stick like we'll stick like five sandwiches in a bag and throw them in the fridge or something. You know? mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. We have a ton of uh, dining hall food in my fridge, but I, I'm just so, so not a fan of the boxes. Cause they don't fit in the trash and like, I, they just take up so much space. Just take up so much space. And as a trash guy over this last summer, as a, someone who specialized in trash, we got to work on that. I yeah. Mean, yeah. The trash cans in the beginning were just insane. They're just my, so full all the time. My one job back home is taking out the trash and taking in the trash every Wednesday night and Thursday morning. But and you took so, pride in that. So yes, I, I've always wanted to be a garbage man. That's what my mom told me when I was younger. So I'm living <laughs> on my team now. And I know how trash works. I know the fluidity of it and how it should be. It's not here, Chief. It's not it's at great it's not fluid. But there's room for improvement, and that's what matters. Me and Pub Safe have gotten pretty tight. Oh yeah, how so? I uh, on my on my runs, I, I started running most days. Always always see Pub Safe, give him the peace sign. Sometimes two or three times, like yeah, that's sweet. the same car, I think. Do you? We we can do running talk so, because I've been getting into it too. Do you do uh, just a loop route, or what are you doing? Yeah, just looping around the school. Because I, I learned some new routes this year that I'm a fan of. It's a 1.22-mile lap, and you just do it three times. Here, here's a little story for the pod. All right. So I've been, I've been running over the entirety of the summer. But my thing this year with running has been that I just haven't been timing myself at all. I haven't been timing myself. I haven't been looking at my distance. I've just been going out there and running. Oh, I heard about this. I heard about this. Are you talking to um, – this, no, you heard about – you don't know the full story right now. Let me tell you. I heard story. about the mile. Dude. Okay, yeah, yeah. This is part of the story, though, all right? So <laughs> I'm out there. I'm out there, like, thinking, I'm probably in decent shape. I should go run a time mile. So 6 a.m. Monday morning, a week or two ago, I get out to the track, and I'm like, all right, let me just bust this mile out, dude. I'm about to absolutely kill this probably. But I have no spikes on. I'm running shoes, no one with me. I'm running phone in my hand. I think I have a sweatshirt on. 
like it's not ideal. The track is wet. It's not ideal. Yeah, it's, it's not. Not I what Mo Kimbo is wearing or whatever. I go out there. It's Iowa, of course, the Omaha Central track, and uh, I, I I pop off at four fifty five. And here's the thing. And the thing is, I'm sure, I'm sure that's a school record. No, no, Blake. Yeah. Here, let me explain this to you because the story that you heard. <laughs> Me gassing myself up to Hickey. To <laughs> no, 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 that was not what he told me. He was like, ask Blake what his mile time is, because I think we can beat them. I think we can beat their cross-country guys. Dude, no, no. Let me let me explain. I was gassing myself up to Hickey. I was gassing myself up. <laughs> I called my high school cross-country coach after the run at 6.45 a.m., and I go, dude, yeah. I just kind of popped off. And he was gassed up about it. And he texted, he texted like everybody that I know. He was like, have a great day today, just like Tiger. No way. And Blake, the track at Omaha Central High School is 350. That is hilarious. I... Blake, did you even get that? Dude, what's up with the internet? I didn't hear that middle part. Blake, Cut the off. track at the Omaha Central High School, can you hear me? is 350 meters. Wait, I ran a 455. Omaha, Central High School track. 350 meters. Wait, can you not hear this? What the hell is even happening? <laughs> is that not? <laughs> So, so I'm not in great shape. <laughs> 350 meters. Unbelievable, Tiger. I was, I was so stoked about it. I talked, I talked to a lot of people. Talked to a lot of people. That's, that's such an easy mistake, though. Like, it's not. Could, why would a high school is 50 meters short. All you have to do is take... 15 and a half off, or uh, I, my math yeah, is I hadn't seen a track 12 and a half meters off every turn. How could you, who has a 350 meter track? It, it disgusted me because here's, here's what I figured out. <laughs> here's what I figured out. I go back there Wednesday night to do a 10 by 100 sprint workout. And I yeah. pop off my first sprint in 11, two. Oh, so then you knew. Then no, you knew. no, Blake, I didn't even know. I was like, <laughs> Dude, you thought you made so many gains over this summer. <laughs> You're like, I'm but, a better runner now than I was in high school. I have I like exponentially faster. I got probably four hundreds into it before I'm like, something's up. This is not good. So we did the math. I ran like a five twenty-five, something like that. Yeah, but it's still fast. I, I could be sub five. I still yeah, I believe it. Because I just gotta run like it was effortless too. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I could pull up a text that I sent to my cross-country coach right now that says, I could go 440. <laughs> <laughs> I was, so so how, many, how many people did Coach tell? Uh, like Bettendorf High School? Like everyone? I would – let me read some of these texts. This is probably <laughs> the most embarrassing thing that's happened to me in a long time. But Wait, did people start texting you about it? My, yeah, one of my buddies texted me. He goes – <laughs> 455, you're cracked. <laughs> you're cracked. 
<laughs> You're correct. I, I'm I'm getting back into that word because I just I just downloaded the new Call of Duty um, Alpha, like the the pre stage of the new game. Yeah. And I'll tell you one thing, I am cracked. I am, I played it for about four <laughs> hours today. I woke up today at about eleven. I'm still wearing underwear. Um, I'm wearing a bed shirt, and uh, I've moved about a total of probably 50 feet today. Let me read some of these texts. <laughs> Let me find the group chat that he sent it in. It's brutal. Stamper, Stamper's in the group chat. <laughs> Future, uh, who we'll have on the pod, uh, is in here. He goes, he sends this, like, long text about, like, I don't know, like, you have to get to all that stuff. And oh, it's like, yeah. hey, everyone have fun today. Be like Tiger and go run a 455 mile. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That is, I was, when you first said here, like, here's the thing though, about the track, I was like, no, Tiger is a smart kid. He did not run it on a 200 meter track. He knows no. the difference between a 200 meter and a 400 meter. But there are people who don't. There are people who do not know the difference. Oh, yeah. Those, those people, people are break, crazy. Those are the world record breakers, normally. Yeah. They call it Guinness because they thought they ran a 35-second a 400. <laughs> then they realized they just ran a really slow 200. It's a really slow 200. But, yeah, that, that, was, that might have been my low of the month when I figured that out. Uh, but <laughs> I've just been just still been working now. I found a new track that yeah. is 400 meters, which is nice. It's substantially <laughs> bigger, shockingly. Like, why? Why do they make non-regulation tracks? I don't know. I texted someone who went to Omaha Central, and they said they could never host a track meet. I'm like, why would? Why do you have a track? It just doesn't make sense. That is insane. I really, they really screwed that one up. Hundred percent. I mean, it's whatever though. It's whatever. I bounced back from it. Uh, <laughs> Tiger did run a four fifty mile off a summer of self workouts. Yeah, <laughs> off a summer running no, 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 solo, no. never timing it. I should have. So, Tiger was, ran. <laughs> Tiger ran four laps on a track at four fifty. As I long was, as people don't ask how long the laps were, we're fine. <laughs> we're the fastest <laughs> podcast in the Midwest right now. Dude, I was in a, I was in a mindset too. That's like this workout plan works. Like I could, I could get this down and I could write a book about the never timing, never looking at your distance, <laughs> just running workout. Sub five. Um, that's something I'll never touch. I don't think my best is I ran you like, touch it. no, but you could touch it. If you could run a two Oh three, I did. You could run sub five. In my prime, this would be like sophomore going to junior year summer. Yeah, I hit a 520, walk a 200, another 520. That's my best. And I was so sprinting. Five with that times, with those times. I don't think I could, though. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that's, sub five is Dude, that's where I want to be. But. I, I, think, I legitimately think I could do it in two weeks. Like two weeks go from today, five. two weeks from today, I'll go sub five. I I bet that. I'd throw the house on it. I mean, I feel pretty good about that bet. I'm glad. Have you? Uh, no, has up? Ben convinced you to start sports betting yet? No, I'm not going to. Yeah, same with me. But I mean, the kid, the kid's gonna start to convince you. Someone threw down a five dollar parlay to win 
1.8K today. Eight legs. Eight legs. <laughs> that's the best way to lose five bucks, so. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's the most fun way to lose five. I um, could, if we're talking like gambling and stuff, I'm only ever going to play poker. I mean, it sounds like you're raking in pokers. Hey, did uh, Jack Olson win AirPods yesterday? Dude, dude, I also have to talk about this on the pod. Here's the thing. I've been kind of – okay, so we knew – Did you help him? I did. <laughs> you say you did? Yeah, I did it. <laughs> so you can have one AirPod, he can have the other. Uh, let me explain the full story. <laughs> we knew about the Creighton Trivia event uh, on Thursday. On Thursday yeah. we learned about it. So first place gets AirPod Pros, second place gets an Apple Watch. It's on Kahoot. What? So I, on Thursday afternoon, I'm I'm studying specifically for the Creighton trivia. (laughs) You had like seven tests the next day. You had three things of homework to do. I want the AirPods. Dude, I made a study sheet front and back, bullet pointed out. (laughs) <laughs> oh, how many students were? What there? is it like? Dis- it was like Disney. Disney. We didn't do hot in that. We didn't do too hot. Okay. But Creighton comes around. I knew. Every- I knew the answer to every question. How many students <laughs> were in the first first graduating class of Creighton? One hundred twenty. Who was the first president of Creighton? Roman Chaffel. I know this stuff. <laughs> you, this knew, is- you knew these all before. These are just common facts that I know. <laughs> and anyway, we're going. We're going into it, and. Jack and I are two, three for, it's a 25 question uh, quiz. Jack and I are two, three up into question uh, 23. 23 is a true false that 60 people get right and two people get wrong. The leader got it wrong. We vaulted into one, two, maintained our position, got 25 out of 25 questions right, one AirPod Pros and an Apple Watch. You want an Apple Watch? I got the AirPod Pros. Oh, I want the Apple Watch, honestly. Oh, it's value-wise, AirPod Pros. <laughs> Just flip it right away. That yeah. is insane. But honestly, if you, told, if, you told me, if you told me, get someone who's – if I were a betting man and I had to – whoever would have the highest odds to win, I would say it was you, Tiger. I, oh, I yeah. Would, Vegas, I would Vegas bet I was my, like, like mortgage on it. I was like minus 105. I mean, people, <laughs> you can't even <laughs> gain money off the bet. Like, people do, you're, like, making like, you're making five cents to a dollar for everything you put in. Dude, we were just, there were just questions that. That had to be electric. That no one, oh, it was so insane. Because we oh, were just how, steady the ship. It was one of the most clutch performances in my life. Oh, because Kahoot, it matters how fast you put it in too. Yeah, so people were yeah. Googling and getting them yeah, right. Yeah, but it, it, would, it wouldn't help you if you Googled because it take. Oh, yeah, it takes a little bit. So other people got all of them right. But not a lot of people have the, the God-given ability to take it right off the dome. Recall. It's called that information that recall. dentistry school started in 1905. Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> oh, my. Did you just read, like, the Creighton overview, history overview? Or I read the same thing that they did to make the quiz. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, 100%. Well, you probably have friends on the inside, Tiger. I did, yeah. I knew the people who were running it, <laughs> but that it, it was a legit win, as legit I'm as a study proud of you, man. for a trivia competition can get. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Yeah. 
Oh, well. I'm getting uh, on. Yeah, whatever. All right, good to talk to you, Tiger. Yeah, I'll see you, Blake. All right, so now we have an interview with Jack Stamper, who is a junior cross-country runner for Creighton. Uh, we mentioned him just earlier in the podcast. He also ran cross-country with me in high school, and he is the prodigal son of the pod. He was our first-ever guest in our first season of J-Talk and our first one for the season. All right, we're good to go. Did it do that this meeting is being recorded that we've heard? No, no that's just uh, Creighton. Um, it's in their, like, law stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we are, J-Talk Live, back for a uh, second season. Um, coming at you live, we got returning guest, friend of the pod, Jack Stamper is back. And always, I'm Blake Booth. This is Tiger Callahan on the other side of the Zoom. And uh, we're going to talk some shop today. Let's get into it. All right, so Jack, we'll get right into it. Uh, we were talking just before the Big East cross-country season, uh, or all of Big East fall sports, but Big East cross-country in specific, ended up getting canceled. Uh, my first question is, how are you guys working out as of right now uh, with the start of the school year and the whole team being together? Yeah, so thanks for having me on, guys. Just to start off, it seems like, I was talking to Tiger before the show, it seems like been so long since the last time I was on it's really it's you know it's only about a year uh just to show you know how much has happened since then but so yeah season season got canceled it was definitely a bummer but I think everyone kind of saw it coming and all things considered was probably the smart decision on the big east but uh, as far as practice goes we're still given uh hours that we can practice together as a team so it's honestly not terribly different than if we did have a season as far as uh, practice goes so what happens now is when we meet for practice, we have to enforce like the social distancing guidelines and wear a mask um, and all that, which as you can imagine is kind of difficult during endurance sports, uh, wearing a mask during, during rounds yeah. and stuff. But um, we're hoping that if we can maintain a bubble uh, and not break the bubble and not have positive cases and smart then a couple of weeks, a couple of those rules, like running in a mask on campus and like socially distanced warmups and stuff like that can start to be relaxed. But um, other than that, as of right now, practice is not terribly different. Mm -hmm. So uh, um, here's a question for you with, I was talking to our good buddy, Caleb Amen, and he was saying that all athletes at Wisconsin need to be COVID tested each week. Is Creighton doing that with athletes to sort of maintain that bubble? I have I have not heard of schools doing it every week. No, that seems that's a bummer. But uh, Creighton is not doing every week. I just heard today from a source in the program at Creighton that they're going to start doing it in the next the sports that uh, fall sports now that who who can have practice who are having practices they're going to start doing it every week. Yeah, uh, dang. So they uh, yeah, I mean, they they told us that we would be tested. Um, there was no like regular schedule to it though. They said that. So if we had had a season, uh, we would have had to get tested every time we came back from a meet. I think like a few days before we went to every meet so we could get results before we went and then right when we come back. So when that was kind of thrown out the window with the season being canceled, there was not really any say on like being tested regularly. We had to get tested to come and practice. So everyone's been tested once already. Uh, but we haven't been since then. And um, unless, of course, like you think you were exposed or anything like that, then you can. Um, and there wasn't really word on a regular schedule, but yeah, that'll be crazy if we do weeklies. 
Yeah, the test isn't fun. I mean, it's no. not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Yeah, I've, I've taken three of them. I've taken three of the tests, what? and I'd rank Creighton as my least pleasurable. No <laughs> I, I second that. They, uh, you know, in ancient Egypt, when they mummified everyone, they'd stick at this thing all the way up into their brain, twirl it around, and the brain would come out the nose. That is what they're trying to do to us. Don't believe the media. This is what they're trying to do to us. The microchips on the end of the cotton swabs. <laughs> if you guys saw what Elon Musk said, he, um, he wants to move forward with, uh, like, researching and development for, like, neurochips. Um, he just put, I think he had an interview a couple days ago. And, uh, I mean, who knows, man? Yeah. <laughs> uh, neurochips, we're getting a little off topic, but neurochips, that was a big thing. I remember first grade, Miss Smith, I go, why don't we just have a neurochip? We don't have to learn any of this. And she goes, well, you have to learn. No, we don't. You just <laughs> hit download and it yeah. pops up. Download files. Just have some. I mean, yeah, I you're good to go. A hard drive we'd have to have in our brains. But damn. <laughs> uh, to get back onto it, though, a little bit. One <laughs> of the things that, uh, well, Jack, I follow Coach Gannon on Twitter. And I have okay. learned, I've learned two things from following Coach Gannon on Twitter. The first thing is that every cross-country coach has the same exact Twitter. It's yeah. like, it's a John Norton tweet, a Steve Magnus tweet, and then something about how important sleep is. And then you just repeat yep. that. That's golden. You just hit so, it right on the head. So that's, that's the first thing I learned from, from uh, listening to Coach Gannon. The second thing is uh, he does a lot of get to, right? You don't have to do it. You get to do it. Uh-huh. Get to. Talk about how that mentality of, get to over have to has uh, helped with this pandemic canceling your season? Yeah, sure. I mean, he, he hammers the culture of our team probably harder than any other aspect. I mean, when he came in a few years ago, the team culture really was not that great. I mean, it was kind of falling apart in some aspects and people were really struggling and something that he really called to was getting the culture fixed. And that was having an attitude that, you want to be a practice. You want to be representing Creighton. You want to be running and getting better. So two of, I guess, his like um, mottos or phrases from that is eyes up and get to. So get to right now, he's, he's really focusing on because it's like not only now are we going to practice at, you know, 530 in the morning, but we're going 530 in the morning. We have to wear masks and we have to be like socially distanced and we can't run in the meets and yeah, like it's not, and we can't, and we can't run meets exactly. We, you know, we're not really doing our normal competition. So it's trying to find any type of, you know, silver lining and still being able to go out and run with your friends and, you know, still being able to go on to be here at campus. I mean, he told us the other day that, don't quote me on this, I'm bound to get the numbers wrong, but it's like we're one of like three cross country teams in the conference right now that can, that can practice. Because other schools in the Big East are either not even on campus, they're remote, or there are enough people quarantining on their teams that they're unable to practice. Really? So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, even if we have a, you know, sucky practice and it hurts and we don't want to be there, it's like, oh, well, you still have to. At least I get to do this. Yeah, yeah we, we, get, we get to be here and get to be doing it when a lot of teams don't. Mm-hmm. I, you yeah. know, I take the same mentality when uh, I fail my, the- or my philosophy class this year. I could have failed it at home, but I got to fail it in person. And that uh, <laughs> so much more to me. Maybe I got to do it with my friends. I don't care where I fail it, but to me. Yep. Yeah, and then the other, the other saying is uh, that Coach Ken used a lot, and you 
kind of touched on it was eyes up. Yeah. We talked to Larson about that a little bit, but for some runners out there, and maybe you can talk to me a little bit, what do you, is eyes up something that you consciously think about when you're running and it's like a difficult part of the run and you go eyes up? Or is it just something that is an overarching theme in the culture of the team? That's a, that's a good question. And he actually asks us pretty freak, like pretty frequently, like what does eyes up mean to you? And it really is not something that he's hands to you and says like, okay, how are you going to take this? Like, how are you going to use the term eyes up? Um, and so it kind of varies from person to person, but I guess like for me, a lot of times I think of it during meets, like when I'm actually out running and, you know, like when you kind of get to the her locker, like when you get to the part where everything's locking up and, you know, you want to look down or you want to just space out and coast in, it's like, no, it's eyes up to the next step, eyes up to the finish line. Like now's the time where you kind of have to step up. I mean, it's like a PRs hurt type of thing. Like you either give up and put your head down or you keep your eyes up and push on to the next. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, uh, and then one thing, I mean, we brushed on it before, but I've been running. Blake, I don't know about you, if you've been getting into it. Um, yeah, I, I created a new route around campus. That's good. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I saw it. If we flip it up a little bit, talk about uh, academics, at least Hyder College of Business. Jack, one thing that you have always known about, or at least been into, is like, uh, investing in cryptocurrencies. I reread your uh, Creighton profile in preparation for this. <laughs> what, what would be your tip for someone that has no clue about anything investing whatsoever or cryptocurrencies whatsoever? Uh, I think it's probably easier to speak on like investing in actual like uh, securities like in, that, in the stock market versus crypto. You know, absolutely nothing. I would really, really recommend trying to learn something about it. And you don't need to learn much. There's so many advancements in ease of investing right now with, you know, Acorns, Robinhood, TD Ameritrade has really, really great ways to invest that are easy. Best of all, all three of those are free. Like commissions are basically non-existent anymore. And if you can just find some kind of system to start like slowly putting money away into you know, S&P 500 funds or different types of mutual funds or ETFs, like that's, that's big. I think I read, I read somewhere the other day that like every $1 you invest in your early twenties is going to be worth, I think it was like over 20, it was like 20 to $25 by the time you're 60, 65, if you're earning, I think 6% per year compounded. So, but if you start investing in your thirties, each one of those dollars is only going to be $10 by the time you're in your 65. So it's like this extra 10 years of our twenties when most people aren't investing is like the perfect time to like your, your money's going to compound so much more with the extra 10 years. than if you were started. I got, it looks like I'm throwing my life savings on the vaccine companies right now. <laughs> <laughs> make some big gains in that department. Hopefully in, Risky the next, play. hopefully in the next two months, two or three months. Yeah, uh, seriously. Um, so I have a question about cryptos for you. Um, do you know the app called, it's called crash? It's like a gambling, it's like a gambling I don't think I do. crypto. So, so you put in your bet and, uh, whatever. And it's, it's like three, two, one. And then you watch this, um, you watch this like rocket go up and up and up and it, it times your money. It goes like 
1.02, 1.203, like all this. And you can pull out anytime you want. And that's how you gamble. But it's only through cryptos. You can't, um, I don't know how it works. You have to buy the cryptos. Like, can you explain yeah. cryptos? Because I want to bet. I want to yeah. throw all my money <laughs> under this app and up my family. Explain so, so that makes sense that it's cryptocurrencies because the whole point of cryptocurrency, why, why Bitcoin was created really, is so that it's decentralized. So it, there's, no, there's not regulation. Mm -hmm. um, so when something's called poop coin, like, yeah, <laughs> there, are, there, are, there are now hundreds of coins that mm -hmm. you can purchase. So to be able to purchase cryptocurrency, you need to have a wallet. Um, and a wallet is like a digital profile, a digital safe where you can keep coins. So one of probably the most popular one is called Coinbase. If you go to Coinbase, you can set up an account really quickly. It's really not hard at all. And then you can start trading on their system. You just connect your bank account to it. You import, you know, you deposit some US dollars and then you can trade your US dollars for cryptocurrencies and lose it all or make millions. Yeah. Have you ever, what, what's your opinion on it? Um, cryptos? Yeah. You know, I mean, I really like them. I trade cryptocurrency. I think it's really fun. I think it's interesting. Um, right now I'm in a course called foundations of fintech. I'm a fintech major fintech and BIA major fintech is, you know, brand new. Uh, um, Professor Dunham. No. Uh, so Dunham, I'm pretty sure is like heading up the fintech major, but right now, um, I, I don't have him as, as, he's not teaching foundations, but you're, we're learning a ton about uh, Python and some of these other like programming languages and blockchain, which are used to create, you know, the platforms to trade cryptocurrencies and the programs which are actually, you know, used to create cryptocurrencies themselves. Um, and I, I, I think that they have a future. A lot of people right now think they don't and they're still a fad. Uh, I can never say, you know, 100%, I'm certain or not. I really don't know that much about them. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like there's got to be some kind of future to them. That there's still so many people putting in, you know, millions of dollars each day into them. Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest, Jack. I don't know anything about any of this. So it's good to learn a little bit. And uh, I think if I know our demographic, which is primarily our parents, Coach Tirana's, and a few, a few greats. Uh, I think they'll be interested in learning about it as well. So that's good. I don't know. They might click off your podcast after hearing that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but I, I don't have too much more to ask other than, what are you? I mean, you're going into your junior year, right? I mean, realistically, you have one cross country season left. What are some of your What's your perspective uh, looking at you're already towards, I don't want to say already towards the end of your college career, but towards, uh, towards that no, point. Kinda. Yeah. yeah. Well, towards yeah, that yeah. point. As odd as it is to believe. As wild know, it's as wild. It is yeah. wild. Yeah, um, as wild and kind of sad as it is. You know, I've only got like one season left now. You always think uh, they're way younger than me. Junior in high school. Like, the hell? Like, yeah. You're <laughs> in college now. Like, so weird yeah it's nuts so i i guess my i guess my question was what what's your perspective going into your junior year now any any advice that you can give uh to sophomores who other than coach trondas and our parents are probably our main listeners of uh ways to capitalize on 
the ability that we get to be in school right now? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. And I think a lot of people need to probably right now sit down and think a little bit, like, why am I here? Like, what am I trying to get out of being at school? All this. And I think one right now would be, be smart with coronavirus. I mean, <laughs> we've seen it already at, on Creighton's campus. There are some people who are, you know, really going off campus, going to big parties, going to open bars and then bring it back. I mean, I think the case count just came out and somebody told me like we had like 40 new cases this week or something. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, for Creighton's campus, we really don't, I mean, we have 4,000 <laughs> undergrad. That's kind of a, a decent a couple of years, but uh, I think first of all, be be smart about that. But secondly, after you've been smart about that, uh, like look for every opportunity to improve yourself and prep yourself for the future. I mean, it is really, really easy to be, you know, like complacent or just like happy with where you're at, or just I guess like not really care or just like you know post by. But I'd say it, any opportunity you can to put yourself a little bit outside of your comfort range or to try and you know prep yourself for what might be around the corner, whether that's, you know, going ahead that a little bit outside of your class material or joining a new club or talking to someone who you've never talked before. I mean, just little things like that, I think go a pretty long ways as far as preparing yourself for the next chapter of your life um, and just kind of, you know, making yourself a little bit more well-rounded. Okay, sweet, Jack, you got me fired up. You got me fired up, <laughs> ready to go, ready to tackle the Monday tomorrow. That was the uh, goal. Yeah, Monday's the best day of the week. First homework of the year because I got to <laughs> finally do some homework this year. <laughs> but uh, without a doubt, always great having you on, Jack. Uh, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to talk with both of us and coming on the podcast. Yeah, you thank know, you. I'll come on, I will come on JTalk Live any day of the week. It is an honor and a privilege to be yes, on here for the second time. We have some surprises <laughs> down the road, I'll tell you that. Just like okay. everything. Well, it's not like everything. Season two will be better than season one. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Sweet. Thank you for coming on, Jack. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Right. Jack, thanks, man.